0: i want to let you know we are streaming live right now across social media channels including linkedin facebook youtube twitter and twitch be sure to like and subscribe on the social media platform you're using and uh, so you can stay in the loop when we do go live we want you to get involved talk to us Talk to others, we'd love to see that right now, watching chat come in. Rami, love you too. Bob, Bob, glad you're enjoying all the changes that we've got going on. Sean, moving over from a competitor uh, to I&E, and i uh, love to see that as well. So that's great, we're monitoring chat. If you have a comment, drop it in. If you have a question, go ahead and put a queue right in the beginning so we can find those questions easily, and we'll get to as many as we can today. Uh, with that, Richard and Neil, along with Mike Pfeiffer, who is the founder of CloudSkills.io, here with us today. Thank you so much for being here, all of you. Richard, I'm going to turn it over to you first.
1: Hey, great to be here. Um, really excited about uh, the announcement here with CloudSkills.io. Mike is a just a great person and has created a great catalog of cloud training. And super excited to uh, you know announce this today and get this in the platform.
0: Awesome. All right. So, uh, Richard, I I know that um, this is this is a project that you, along with uh, a number of other people here uh, at INE, have been working on. But can you give us a sense of of how long this has been in the works and just kind of a base level, what this means um, for for the INE platform?
1: Uh, How long it's been in the works? I I would say sometime (laughs) mid last year, specifically with Mike. But I think like when we um, have really been trying to accelerate our catalog and build out a, you know, a more comprehensive set of training. Uh, we really started, you know, deep in our networking roots, and you know, we really saw the transition from a lot of on-prem into on-cloud, and we knew cloud was going to be impactful. And then we had some opportunities to get into the cybersecurity space, uh, which a lot of the training in the cyber side as well is, is cloud, uh, a lot dealing with cloud services with AWS and Azure, et cetera. Um, and so when we when we came across uh Mike and his portfolio and his podcast and his community, it really resonated with us. And we we knew we had to get Mike on the team and we knew it would be great for for our students and and cloud skilled students uh if we could come together and, and make something work here.
0: And uh we're certainly glad that we have Mike, want to bring you in here uh as well. Just to first of all welcome you to the I and E family and um you know, just just uh, we're we're thrilled to have Cloud Skills uh, now under the INE umbrella.
2: Thanks, Catherine, and thanks, Richard. I'm thrilled to be here and thrilled to be part of I and E. Uh, it's been uh, you know a long process, and the problem that we've been trying to solve, I think, you know, at INE and and at Cloud Skills, is obviously aligned. And uh, I'm just so excited to you know tackle this together. And you know, in my mind, I'm thinking let's redefine cloud training and the way people experience it.
0: Yeah, and, and that's something that we at INE have been talking about for a long time. Neil, I know I, I've spent uh, uh, countless hours with you um, over the past year talking about how important it is to double down on uh, cloud training here at INE. How, how, how are you feeling right now as, as Chief Content Officer, um, having you know, 261 hours of content, uh, among, among other things, all of a sudden uh, now part of the platform?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it goes without saying. Like, this has been one of the the most exciting uh, acquisitions that that I've been really, really dying to to tell everybody about. I've teased it a number of times. Um, I, I've, I've said it before. I said it at Redefine. I've said it on, on streams that you and I have had in the past, Catherine, that, that cloud is something you can't ignore anymore. We've joked about it. And, and I remember, Mike, when you and I chatted um, you know, a, a couple months ago when we had you on, uh, on INE Live the last time, talked about everybody's migration over into cloud first. And so for us to really, again, double down and wholeheartedly commit to to being the the, the best at being able to make experts um, for, for folks in the cloud space and to be able to do that with, my, with Mike's partnership and with the content that, that he and his team have created over at Cloud Skills. Um, I, I am over the moon excited for what this means for IE, and, and I couldn't be prouder to have Mike part of the team.
0: And you sound even more excited and hyped up than you normally do, uh, Neil. So, is that, that possible? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> No, listen, listen, be- what it, what it
3: what it is is there's there's an excitement to people who are passionate like Mike. Like I've had the I've had the joy, and Richard talks about middle of last year when we started talking with Mike and when you when you listen to a guy who's, who's passionate about Mike, as passionate about learning, who's as knowledgeable in the area as it is, and you marry that up with the culture and the content that we have here at IINE already, between Richard's vision for, you know, you know, accessible training across the board, and and how we just we we, we are excited to get the learner as much experience as much knowledge as possible, like, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you believe I'm hyped. I'm I'm incredibly hyped about this. This is a, This is a guy who fits right in here, and the content is perfect for our portfolio.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've we've seen that resonate um, absolutely in the in the um, relatively short amount of time um, that I've known you, Mike. I I s- certainly can see that passion. How are you feeling uh, today? This announcement came out yesterday. It's, like, it's a pretty big week yeah. for you.
2: It's uh it's been a welcome like surprise because I it kind of felt like it already happened because I've known this is coming. But now that we've said it, it feels really good to you know get out there and just like let everybody know. What we've been, you know, planning and uh, and I'm even more excited to build the next, you know, version of the cloud content that we're working on. Um, We all know that cloud moves fast and uh, that's one of the challenges of keeping up as a student, as a learner. And uh, I feel like we're uniquely positioned, you know, since we're uh, collectively able to do, you know, pre-recorded content and boot camps and labs. It's so critical and you need all of those different elements, in my view, to be able to actually learn this stuff because it's a lot of content and it's uh, it's changing very frequently. So anyways, I'm just thrilled to you know be on a team that understands what I've always thought was the right move and to have the support and to be surrounded by people that are just as passionate about um, technology as I am and helping others, you know, uh, amplify their careers in tech. Uh, it's going to be awesome. There's going to be lots of amazing career stories uh, in the years to come.
3: Mike, yeah, Mike and I, wanna, boy, I wanna go ahead, Neil. Go ahead. I was gonna say, Mike, I wanna jump in here because when you talk about that, there was a conversation that you and I had a couple of months ago when we um, kind of, you know, during the acquisition, we talked about bringing on board Pentester Academy, and then we talked about some of the content that you had, and we kind of articulated kind of the art of the possible. When it came to advancing, you know the, that kind of that next round of cloud training, can you kind of talk through, you know, what your take was on those conversations and how that kind of shaped your vision for what you see as the future of, of cloud training here at IE?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that that's another place where we are all very well aligned. Um, When we all look at the industry, we can see clearly that people are getting pulled into multiple cloud platforms. You know, sometimes they're doing it intentionally and other times they're just getting pulled in. And, uh, you know, the vendor certs are amazing to go get a specific, you know, cloud platform certification as administrator, developer, architect, things like that. Uh, but we all know that the people that are really, you know, going to get the the great jobs, the right kind of salary, they're going to be people that are in the cloud space good with dealing with ambiguity. And uh, I think that with what we're planning to, you know, enable uh, everybody to be able to work on multiple cloud platforms and see the common patterns across different things. Um, it's just, you know, it's what the industry needs because we've, you know, the industry has done a pretty good job of, okay, here's the cloud, here's the basic job roles. And I think that what I'm excited about, um, probably more than anything is the opportunity to come in here and, uh, and and level that up a bit. And then, you know, give the industry really what it needs, which is clarity about what feels like chaos most of the time. So
0: Yeah, Mike, you um you have actually a, a really amazing story about how you got into, you know, started your journey. And um I want to get into that and and really spend some time getting to know you a little bit better and and letting everyone who's watching um just get to know you and, and kind of what you're all about. Um before we get into that though, I, I do want to take a moment and really address something that that a lot of people have questions about, which is natural um when there's an acquisition announcement. And that's what what does this mean um for me, right? not for me, obviously, but for customers, for INE. So what does this mean? Um, And and Richard, you and Mike, uh, you know, and Neil can can all weigh in on this, but um, you know, what does this mean for INE customers? Let's just start there. Yeah,
1: for so current INE subscribers, they're gonna have access to, as you mentioned, I think it's 44 courses uh, today are on the platform, over 261 hours of content. I think it also means that you know Mike is joining as kind of the director of our of our cloud content, and so I think it also means a vision and a future for cloud as we push out new labs and um, as we eventually kind of lead to that into certifications as well. Uh, so I think a huge a huge uh, benefit to the current I&E, uh audience and I&E customers, and yeah, you know so- I, I would say on, on Mike's side, you know. You know, finding finding really great instructors uh, is is very difficult as we've learned over. You know, I've been here thirteen years plus, and and finding finding people who know the material is 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 one thing, and that's very hard. And then finding people who can really uh, resonate with students and learners and kind of translate that material into kind of knowledge for the student is, is very difficult. And I would say, um, you know, part of that acquisition process was was talking to students. Uh, Talking to some of the students at Cloud Skills and and really hearing that passion and that resonate. I mean, that is that is absolutely what we look for. Um, and so, really glad you know just to circle back to you know, I think adding Mike to the team is is a huge benefit to to all the current I need uh, students as well uh, in terms of you know di- diving deeper on cloud and uh, as we go kind of cross cross domain into some of the security things and having them in, in, in those communications and and. And seeing the teams interact, I think is a huge benefit across the board.
0: Yeah, I'm watching chat right now, uh, coming in, just uh, reiterating what you said about the instructors um, and and how INE has found and identified some of the most incredible instructors and just um, love to see all these uh, excited comments coming in, people uh, understanding and, you know, getting it that this, this is really great news. Neil and, and Mike, for you guys, um, maybe you can both weigh in on this. It's fair to say that that for current INE customers, this just means a lot more content, a lot, you know, you're getting better content, you're getting a lot more of it right away. Is that fair?
3: Absolutely, I think I think what what you're really seeing, and, and to the the numbers that Richard put up in terms of of how much content that this adds to the portfolio with with cloud skills, I think that that's really the drive here. Is we're really trying to to keep a, a steady flow of content coming into to the learner, and and, and as Mike pointed out when we talked about multi cloud, and we've seen this as we have conversations about cybersecurity. Uh, development, networking, and cloud, there's a need for this consistent amount of education across all the dis- disciplines. Cybersecurity folks definitely need to know cloud technologies. Cloud practitioners absolutely need to know cybersecurity concepts. Um, that. That is key to every technologist learning. As this, as this, you know, IT world that we see continues to expand, and so by being able to continue to add volumes of content like what we get at Cloud Skills, it literally benefits everybody who is who is a, a current or future subscriber of IE by being able to give them something that they need to continue to progress their career, regardless of what their discipline is. And, and so that's part of the excitement is that we're continuing to add the value to the portfolio. Um, through these types of acquisitions and through these types of of content expansions. So that regardless of where you are in your journey, whether you're an entry level, whether you're an architect, whether you're cybersecurity or cloud or or networking, there is something that will make you an expert and make your career better. And that's the part that really, really excites me. Yeah.
1: I would also say uh, it's not just about the the content as well, but... It's also yeah. the technologies that that Mike has kind of put together at Cloud Skills are very relevant in today's you know workspace. Like uh, you know you have Kubernetes, you have Linux for cloud, you have Terraform, you have all the, you know a lot of these ancillary technologies that kind of make up what is you know cloud. So I think that um, a lot of these technologies are very relevant in today's space, and and it's really great to have not just a, a quantity of, of of training, but also very relevant. And quality training as well on top of that. So I think it's it's a huge benefit to the students.
3: Now, now, Mike, you're the, that, to, um, you're, you're the last one. You're the last one to chime in on this one. What are kind of your thoughts on it?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I'll, uh, one of the things that I'll share is that, and stop me if I start sharing too much, you guys. Um, <laughs> but, uh,
0: <laughs> We'll just mute we'll just, you. We'll just yeah. away.
2: Right, there you go. Um, but we're already on you know, my team, we're already mapping out certification paths, learning paths. And I think with the lab platform and the content that we're building, also still building, You know, we're hiring as well, adding to the team. But I think that what we're going to do is Work through these learning paths and these certification paths and put something out for all IE subscribers that's completely unique, something you've never seen before, um, especially with the way that we're going to be able to integrate cloud labs. And I just know from experience of teaching so many people cloud over the last five, six years, uh, even longer than that, um, that's hands-on obviously is a huge piece to this and not being able to give people those experiences has always been a big blocker um, for everything that we've done and i'm really pumped about the lab capabilities i'm excited about my team and the content we're mapping out Um, it's not easy to continuously build content but it's really interesting because you know as educators, we got to continuously build content and continuously learn, and then learners will need to do that as well. And I think that um, you know collectively we can share some of that um, those sidebar conversations in things like iany live, cloud skills FM podcast, things like that, um, where people get a sense for it. But that's um, from my perspective what it really means for iany subscribers is that you know you've got some seriously cool training coming, and I promise it will not disappoint.
0: And while while you're on the in the hot seat, Mike. Um, Want to dig into uh, your role here at INE just a little bit more. Uh, Nasco UK was uh, writing in comments. What will Mike's role be at INE? And Richard alluded to that, but um, can you talk a little about what what you'll be doing here specifically and what some of your goals are?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to be, as Richard said, director of cloud content, and um, we'll be building the instructor team. We've already got a couple of great instructors, Brooks Seahorn, uh, Matt Davis. You know, These guys are insanely capable technologists. Like I said, we're still building out the team, but my job is essentially going to be to kind of quarterback the cloud program, um, make sure that we understand what's coming, what the gaps are uh, in our current content, and then closing those gaps. You know, We want to be able to uh, set up a situation where you know if you want to dive deep in AWS, you can do that, but you can also follow our path, which is you know multi-cloud certified at whatever level. you decide uh, decide to do that. So administrator, architect, DevOps engineer, developer, uh, and on and on. So that's my responsibility is to kind of see those opportunities um, build the library out so it supports all those tracks. And then you know, keep building labs and uh, and and rolling feedback in from the community as well. Because to be honest, some of the feedback that we get from students uh, makes the content much better. So those are the things that's you know I'm going to be focused on and building an incredible team and getting into a clip where we're just pumping out content constantly.
0: And that's another thing. I'm so glad to hear you say that, Mike. That's another thing that um, is such a good synergy between Cloud Skills and INE is that. Um, the, the value that is put into feedback, you know, the value of listening to the people who are using the content and saying, oh, you know, maybe we do need to tweak this or, OK, this is really um, hitting home for a lot of people. Let's dig into this a little bit more. Um, so it, great things, great things on the way for I um, and E customers and, you know, for others, too. And that's what I want to get into right now. And Richard and Mike, um, this is for you to kind of tag team. But um, I'm a cloud skills customer. I'm watching right now. Uh, what does this mean for me?
2: So if you're a Cloud Skills customer right now, you have probably, you know, bought an individual course or you have an annual subscription that could be active. And what we're going to do is we're going to follow up with everybody and let you know what is going to be the path into INE. And everybody, you know, that's in that situation, they have different offers and different kind of situations. So we're going to do an amazing job following up with everybody and then we're going to create a path um into INE. So that's the good news. Um, what I need to do on my end is I just need to sort everything out and get those notifications out to everybody. But that's the game plan. So, you know, my vision is to bring everybody that we've got at cloud skills over with us and, and make everything work. And, you know, I believe that, um, you know, with, uh, the success that we've had at cloud skills and our vibrant and passionate community, um, I really feel like, you know, that's just going to transfer right over to I E.
0: Richard, what do you say to cloud skills customers right now who are hearing this news, um, seeing Mike's you know enthusiasm and bringing people over, but may say, wait, wait a minute, I you know I don't know about this. What do, what do you say to them?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, I think you know the operation and, and and what we have. I mean, if you look back just a, a few months when we announced uh, Pentester Academy and the platform that we kind of acquired there uh, with Vivek and his team. Um, I think the capabilities now that Mike is going to be able to utilize and all the tools in the tool set now that he can utilize to really create an, an amazing kind of well-rounded cloud training is, is, is going to be incredible. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think for those for those people that were on cloud skills, um, you know, that, that believed in Mike, I think... You know you can believe in mike at INE because we are giving him kind of free reins to uh to drive cloud to the next level here at INE.
0: yeah awesome exciting times ahead mike uh, i want to get back to you now and your journey because it's it's fascinating i've gotten to know you a little bit in the last few weeks and um i i just want to kind of let everyone in on the secret that is mike pfeiffer um if you can talk a little bit about how you got started on your journey and um it, it wasn't wasn't necessarily what you would think is a, a conventional way, but um, just kind of how you how you got started in this and how you identified cloud as an area that you saw a huge opportunity.
2: Sure. Yeah, I definitely I think everybody's got their own unique path in, into tech, right? Mine kind of took the hard road um, sometimes, but I just started in tech support back in 1999. And I just I realized that, man, you know, I'm obsessed with technology, and I had no clue that that was going to happen to me. And uh, I think I was about 22 at the time, and I uh, had no prospects. Uh, I, you know, wasn't uh, probably wasn't the greatest student, right? So I kind of dropped out of college. I was wondering, what am I going to do? And then I got into tech support, and then I got obsessed with technology. And over the years, you know, I just I would uh, see roles and I'd say, I want to try that out. So I would kind of work towards it. And I've worked over the years in all kinds of different roles. Um, you know, consultant and architect, Spent some time as a developer. And then about 10 years ago, I started getting into teaching. Uh, and then I went and worked at Microsoft at Amazon web services. Um, but the reason I did that, you know, is probably 2010, I could just see the writing on the wall. Um, you know, virtualization was really picking up and people, even though it was a long time ago, people were still talking about cloud and Microsoft was doing a huge investment, you know, back in 2009 for office 365. And I was doing a lot of uh, enterprise messaging back then, so I was like, hey, this cloud thing is going to be a big deal. And uh, so when I was working at Microsoft, it was a 2012, and I was like, do I do I go on the Azure team and see if this Azure thing is going to be a big deal, or Amazon's doing cloud? Maybe I should go over there. So in 2012, 2013, I went to AWS because I fig I figured, you know, Amazon is up to something really interesting. They'd already uh, surprised us with their retail business, you know a little bit before that. So I figured like it was a safe bet, you know, and I decided to bet on technology and uh, it's paid off big time.
0: Yeah. I, I think the, uh, the understatement of the stream so far is uh cloud's cloud's going to be a big deal, right? <laughs>
2: <In> <laughs> you, are, not, you right on in, that. One. Yeah. And it's not just like all about me. I think that that opportunity is still here. That's why I'm doing this. Um, that's why I believe in what we're doing at I and E. Uh, everybody has that same opportunity right now. I actually just, did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with a guy that, um, in 2016, he was working at a gas station and he just accepted a, a job offer at Google as a cloud engineer. <laughs> so that's a pretty amazing trajectory. And three years ago he was on the help desk, you know, so everybody's going to have a different path and some people will take longer. Right. So, you know, depending on your situation, you may move faster than others, but I truly believe that everybody's got that same opportunity, um, to, to right now, you know, that there's so much desperation in the job market for talent. And uh, if you can go in there and show hiring managers that you can help them go fast, and that you know that you're hungry to learn, uh, I think that everybody's in the same uh, position to have something like that happen as well and have an amazing career.
0: I want to tap into your experience there, Mike, because I think a lot of you know while while everyone's journey is unique, I think what a lot of students can identify with is that sort of uh, bouncing around a little bit early on and saying. I, where do I really fit in? Where do I? There are so many different opportunities um, within the tech space that sometimes nailing down a, a particular point of interest can seem overwhelming. Um, how do you find that direction? How do you pull that passion out within you?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I always tell people at Cloud Skills, and this was kind of like, our informal mantra or uh, catchphrase was start before you're ready, because, you know, a lot of people are paralyzed by options. There's too much options right now, right? You could do all these things on these different clouds. There's different roles that you could go down. But once you get going, if you just pick something and get in the game, then the lights start coming on. You know, you do some cybersecurity labs and you're like, "Ah, I don't know if I like that. Maybe I try some, you know, DevOps labs. That's maybe that resonates a little bit more. So it's experimentation, you know, it's uh, going out there, um, getting your hands on stuff and finding while you're working through it, what's interesting. And one of the things that I used to do was, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this, watching this that done this too. Uh, I just find somebody that I see out there that's kind of doing something that I like, and then I'll try it out and, you know, I'll do, uh, maybe I'll pursue an administrator certification or or a a developer certification, I'll play around with the the content, I'll do some labs, and then I'll make a decision. Uh, Do I like this? Do I like where this is headed? Do I know anybody else that's doing this that's, you know, having success? And uh, it is a process. It's like finding your own path. And I think that that's the answer is just start before you're ready.
0: I like it. Start before you're ready. Um, What was it about teaching that uh, attracted you that, that almost magnetized you to kind of shift your focus and get into more of a, a teaching and instructor role?
2: Hmm. That's a good question. So I was, uh, let's see, 2008, it was the first time I ever went to a training class. I had gone through my whole career pretty much never go into training because most of the places I worked were a consulting company. And they're just like, hey, we sold a project. We need you to go do this. And it's like, I don't know how to do that. i like, figure it out. Right. Um, (laughs) So like there was never time to go to training. And so in 2008, I went to a class and uh, I think it was Windows Server, like an uh, MCSE upgrade. And uh, the guy was awesome. He was like running around the class, writing on the whiteboard. They were rolling all this gear into the classroom. Um, guy's name was Jason Helmick, works at Microsoft, by the way, and a uh, program manager at Microsoft these days. And uh, anyways, I saw that guy doing that and I was like, that was insanely cool. <laughs> I was like, I need to learn how to do that. And because I knew that if I could pr- present the information and convey it to somebody else, that I would understand it way better. And I was kind of hungry at that time in my career of going deeper. And I realized that um, and not you know, going to that class, it's like, hey, there's another level for me. And if I actually learn how to explain this to somebody, I'll be that much more, um, you know, capable working on this technology. And, uh, you know, I just I had that moment and I felt compelled to to like learn how to do that. And uh, it was not easy, I'll admit, but it's worth it. <laughs> so anybody, anybody watching, you know, it's like if that resonates at all, uh, it is worth uh, the, the hard work if you're not naturally, um, you know, into teaching. So it's worth it.
0: Very rewarding. Uh, for
2: yeah, sure, I imagine. For
0: the for those who are not intimately familiar with CloudSkills.io, um, Can you just kind of summarize what it is what it's all about?
2: Absolutely. Um, it's about people. Ultimately, it's about community. It's about, you know, creating opportunities for people. And uh, the way that we started doing that when we first started it was just one boot camp and uh, we would take people through, help them get certified. But it was kind of a blended experience. You know, we would do live lectures and jump on live calls. There was pre-recorded videos. There was labs people were going through. And there was also, you know, a community where you could just bounce questions off people that are doing the same thing. And that's ultimately what Cloud Skills was about, is about people helping each other out, um, everybody, so they could win, you know, going into the tech industry.
0: Awesome. Um, Richard, I, I want to get over to you because this is, um, you know, I&E has has been uh, fairly aggressive, very aggressive, I would say, um, over its history in terms of acquisitions, in terms of identifying technology and opportunities um, that that will benefit students and businesses um, here at INE, and then going out and figuring out ways to, to bring those into the INE and e fold. Um, a couple of years ago, it was eLearn Security. Um, recently, it was Pentester Academy. um, And and with that, with both of those, and there were obviously very quickly, a number of very obvious, very visual changes uh, to the INE platform. Um, (coughs) With this acquisition, what can you talk about in terms of actual visible physical changes to the platform, or the content that people will notice on a day in day out basis?
1: Uh, yeah, I would say starting today, all the, all the content from cloudskills.io is now available to, to people on the platform. So that, that is kind of day one. Uh, I would say the, the really what we're really looking at is kind of on the vision side of where we can go with this. Um, you know, like you mentioned with, with Pentester Academy, and I, I mentioned earlier on the labs, I mean, we have probably the most advanced lab platform in the world. We're offering cloud labs uh, via pentesteracademy.com right now. you can, you know, those there's AWS security labs, container labs. Um, but the underlying technology is, is what we're going to be utilizing to start adding labs to all of the courses through cloud and through, um, you know, all of our uh, offerings. So I think that is what we're going to start seeing. And I think as Mike kind of maps out the, the paths from what is currently learning paths into a career path for students. I think that's something that they're going to see on the platform and, and Mike's fingerprints all over. So that's what excites me is kind of looking out, you know, six to 12 months here of, of what this, what this means for the platform and what this means for the student.
0: Neil, as uh, as chief content officer, you know, you're, you're getting your hands dirty on a daily basis with, uh, with a lot of content creation. What do you see in terms of, um, you know, the 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 content that is already available and how that will be evolving um, over, you know, in the future with this acquisition.
3: Absolutely. And, and I want to I want to reiterate kind of like like Richard's sentiment, because I think that that's the that's kind of the excitement that that he and I shared is as, as, as we were going about, like seeing this this world of hands on advanced lab capability platforms and training unfolding right before our eyes is when you add in somebody like Mike Pfeiffer, who's got an amazing amount of experience, an amazing amount of vision, um, the ability to to look at technology, be able to predict which things are going to be awesome, which things are going to be awesome, who's lived, you know, <laughs> lived in that world and been able to walk that walk. Be able to take, that, take somebody with that type of acumen, have them be able to you know, you know, create experts um, you know, we, you know, in the cloud space, and then be able to offer him a, a lab platform like what we got with Pentester Academy, which is unmatched compared to anything else that's out there. I think what you really start to see is you really start to see an entire company coalesce around a model where we're really bringing you the latest and greatest when it comes to hands-on training, whether it's cloud or cybersecurity, DevOps, development, networking, whatever the case is. And being able to integrate all of that stuff together so that you all have access to to literally what it needs, what it means for you to be job ready on day one, or to be that expert architect or or you know expert pen tester or expert, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to go for in this industry. And you start to see. direction that we're going in you start to see the vision that we have in terms of being one of the best training companies that's out there um when you talk about my hype, catherine as we start to see these pieces fall into place like i just get so incredibly excited for for being able to transform everybody's life on a day-to-day basis through mike through the other instructors that we have out there through experts like brooks and and it's just it's amazing Like, like the hype just begins to flow immensely through me when we think about the future of all this this coming together
0: yeah, that's something that um, I think is the lifeblood of INE, and, and it sounds like it is for CloudSkills.io as well. Um, it's it's an absolutely great partnership. We've seen that from, from an inside uh, perspective, you know, and and Neil, Richard, Mike, I know you guys are, are as excited uh, as I am to, to share it with everyone else and let everyone else see um, what a great partnership this is going to be. Um, I, A few questions coming in from our, um, on the uh chat about uh single cloud versus multi-cloud i'd love to get all of your (laughs) thoughts on this because um you know i i i know personally that each of you has very very strong thoughts on this so i'm just going to uh to read out ricardo laredo's message again we've had a number of, of questions come in on this but ricardo asks do you believe it's better to focus on a single cloud provider and then go deeper into that cloud domain knowledge or do you believe it would be better from a job perspective to have the overall knowledge about all cloud providers, AWS, Azure, Google, et cetera? Um, Mike, I'd love to start with you here and just get your thoughts on, on that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. You know, I think the, the one thing that I like to recommend is basically you know, having an anchor cloud that you know really well. So I would say start with one because it kind of is like that thing where you know if you learn, uh, like, for example, on programming, if you learn JavaScript, then PHP isn't that difficult. You kind of see the commonalities. And so if you learn one platform really well, then the next ones, you're going to just see the patterns. You're like, oh, okay, that's how you do VMs on this one, because I know how it works over here, right? Um, and cloud in general is kind of like that, too, just to throw that in there. You know, if you're working in tech right now and uh, you're not doing cloud and you're like, geez, I got to get into this cloud thing. Well, the good news is a lot of the skills that you are you currently have could translate over. You know, if you're doing, you know, VMware administration, all that stuff with vms we still do that in these cloud platforms so that's kind of the idea is you want to map what you already know to something um, in one of these platforms and so if you pick one cloud to start with and you get good with that one maybe you get you know um, up to the point where you're comfortable as an administrator with like AWS, for example. Then when you go over to Azure, you're going to see the patterns. And uh, that's something we'll help you with as well in the learning paths that we're building. We'll we'll help you notice those patterns. But yeah, if you get really good with one, then learning the others is a lot easier.
0: What do you think, Neil? Single cloud, multi-cloud, cloud agnostic, I, I, what's the an answer? I,
3: I, love, I love Mike's strategy here. I, I I, can't argue with an expert like that. I think you do find your uh, your anchor cloud, as he put it, and I think it's a fantastic analogy that you use. Um, I think finding that anchor cloud may very well depend on where you're at in your career. You may be in an enterprise where you're currently using AWS, or you may be in an enterprise where you're currently using Azure. And so that anchor cloud may be easier for you based on what your current you know, operating environment is versus maybe if you're a a new learner or not. And so I would definitely gravitate towards, you know, you know, that low hanging fruit to try to decide what that anchor cloud is. Um, And then once you once you feel like you've got a good, solid knowledge of that one, I do think it's easy to transfer for for that knowledge as you get over into a lot of the other cloud technologies. But I do think it is important that the the north star on your vision is to be multi cloud proficient, as you look at modern, uh, you know, modern enterprises, Mike, you know, has got this experience. I've got this experience as well. You know, you they oftentimes start in one enterprise or, or one cloud provider, and then frequently migrate their business models into uh, into <laughs> one of the other two, or even sometimes into all three of them together. Um, and, and that just shows the power of a lot of these enterprises being able to leverage the the redundancy and the resiliency, as well as the capabilities that exist across all the cloud providers. And so, whether you start with one, I think it should be on your roadmap and it should be on your vision to. To be, you know, the, you know, understanding of all those multi-cloud technologies and how they interoperate together.
2: I just noticed, a, Neil. It's Mike. I just noticed a message from Ryan that said we'd lost Catherine for a second. Uh
3: oh. Uh oh. We lost Catherine. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'll, I'll tap. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just tap follow in. up on that, then, <laughs> Neil.
1: Okay. Like, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Richard. <laughs> I, I think that the. um, you know, if we look at the underlying technologies that exist on these cloud platforms, I think there's a lot of commonality between them all. Um, I think that understanding the underlying technologies of SQL or, uh, you know, as Mike mentioned, you know, virtual machines, I think is is very important. And and knowing how to deploy those on multi-cloud is also important from a business perspective uh, because they both have their strengths and weaknesses. And um, I think that on a cost perspective, If you're looking at, hey, I want to do nested virtualization, well, maybe, you know, Amazon's not the right place for that. Maybe Azure's the right place for that. And so, you know, I think as a student, it brings a lot of of value to an organization to be able to, you know, whether it's in a job interview or or with your boss to say like, hey, this is why we're choosing this is because it it provides a a better ROI on the investment here if we choose Azure over AWS. And like, I think what we can offer uniquely uh, in this space is being able to kind of, broaden our scope of what we're teaching so that it's not just one vendor specific cloud training. It's hey, we want to make sure that you're well rounded and can make those decisions and can make an impact on the businesses that you that you work at.
2: Does that make sense, uh, Mike? That makes sense to me. I think think I'll pick
3: I'll, yeah. I'll pick up I'll pick up where Catherine left off because I, I, I can see some of the questions that are that are coming through chat here a little bit. Um, you know, maybe another one for you, Mike, um, you, you too, as, as well, Richard, since you're uh, you've got a traditional networking background as well. Um, Harana Fago, if I apologize if I messed that one up, says, um, is it really a good idea to drop from Cisco networking and start pursuing cloud certifications?
2: Well, I'll jump in on that one. Um, I, I, you know, I I think it's very situational, right? So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say drop Cisco and kind of going back to what Neil said earlier, it kind of depends on where you're at now and what your goals are. You know, if you're working on a networking team and they need you to get Cisco certified or you're working at a Cisco partner and they need that, um, you know, it really is situational. Um, But networking, you can't lose. And that's one of the hardest things in cloud. So, you know, I don't know if I can answer your question specifically because I think your circumstances, um, you know, obviously dictate that. But networking, being a networking expert is not going to, you know, be a problem for you because most of the people in the cloud are having a really hard time figuring out the networking. Even people that know like standard networking right they go into the cloud and they're like hey this is really really weird so you know i think if you knew both you'd obviously be in a much better position but i don't i can't say you know drop the cisco when i go to cloud because it kind of depends on where you're coming from what do you guys think
3: how, how about you richard what do you think
2: yeah i think
1: um i think as mike mentioned you know all these all these technologies are really interconnected um, and if you look at the interconnected of the you look at these interconnections, right, you go, you go to cloud, you still have networking in cloud and you have, you know, a lot of cloud engineers that kind of get an, a, an AWS certification uh, that still don't know IP addressing. Um, and so I think that, you know, I wouldn't say a hey, uh, I would say like on a, on a comp level, like if you're going to from a salary perspective, the compensation is probably pretty equivalent, really just find your passion and what you love. Um, you know, I think that the this. The Cisco networking stack has a, has a lot of room to grow. Uh, there's going to be on-prem for you know years and years to come. I don't. I, I see that you know right now we're really looking at kind of a ha- hybrid cloud of, of half on-prem or half in cloud. And and so I think from a career perspective, it's really just what you love to do. Uh, and if and if you love terminals and if you love connecting R three to R one, uh, <laughs> IP addressing and subnet masking, then you know you
3: should stay in networking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I I I love that follow your passion mantra but I uh, never heard it put so pointedly as uh, as as the connectors or the IP address subnet so, <laughs> asking, so good audio
1: and 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 also I mean we you know is is just kind of following up on the on the networking side you know we just released over 100 I think networking labs mm-hmm. uh utilizing the the new uh the new platform as well and uh, I know uh Rohit just published a course on EIGRP with with uh, online uh, networking labs as well so you know, if that question was directed back at us, uh, we are we
3: are really uh, increasing the output here on the on the networking side as well. So. Uh, another one over to you, Mike, um, and, and this one, you know, I know you're, you're trying to temper maybe some of the stuff that's on the horizon because you, you don't want to give too much away. But but I, I, you know, I think it's all right for you to give just a little bit of way to answer this question. But this one came through, said, are we getting cloud labs like uh, access to AWS and Azure, just like how cybersecurity labs are in INE right now? Can you talk a little bit about um, maybe some of the labs that you're working on right now with the team? What maybe some vision of some of the labs are and kind of what that looks like with the new lab platform?
2: Absolutely. We actually just did a really cool test um, last week. We did a live test with some students running through some labs that we're working on. So to answer the first part of the question, absolutely. The the game plan is to get you access to these cloud platforms, just like you're doing with the cybersecurity labs. And uh, the stuff that we're working on right now, we are not only building the lab scenarios, but we're building or writing the code to test those to make sure, like in a certification scenario, that you completed the objective. So imagine going through an exam where You know, you're doing things hands-on, building, you know, virtual machines, securing S3 buckets and AWS, things like that. Just doing um, standard stuff that an administrator might do. You know, launching VMs, tagging resources, things like that. In a certification scenario, we need to obviously grade that to make sure that you did it. And what we're working on is automation to grade those labs. And as time goes on, you know, obviously we'll uh, have support for, you know, all kinds of different uh, cloud platforms. Um, And that's something we're working on as well. But, you know, this is huge for us because the lab access thing has always been a huge problem and and getting labs to work consistently for people. Now we finally got the ability um, at I&E, you know, through all the verticals to do that. It's like super exciting. And I think that... You know, people are going to be blown away because like I said earlier, the learning experience of like just doing it and putting your hands on it is obviously much different than listening to me, you know, with the slide deck and just rambling all day. So you need both. Right. But um, I just can't be more excited about the labs. That's like what we're working on. And, um, you know, there's going to be obviously like different layers, like depending on uh, the certification. And then ultimately, as time goes on, those labs will be within your training experience as well. So imagine watching a course on you know something like DevOps, and uh you know having somebody like matt davis or brooks or me on the video teaching you something and say now go click this and do what i just showed you and here's a challenge along the way right so uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh like i said just super pumped
3: i think um on on that on that piggyback on that i want to kind of put some numbers to kind of quantify that as mike talks about like um like, like, you know, the new labs and and putting forth new labs, the vision that we share across the entire content team and the vision that we share from Richard, you know, as as CEO all the way down, right, is, is a migration away from you know, effectively, this "death by PowerPoint" mantra that has that has plagued kind of the training industry for a while, where you sit and you listen to somebody talk, uh, you know, for hours on end on, on on PowerPoint slides or on video to 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 get a concept across. And we really want to shift that mantra to be well over, you know, fifty to sixty percent, you know, that hands-on aspect of the training, regardless of what the discipline is. And so the teams are very much um, pointed in a direction. Um, that that you're going to spend a lot of your time getting your hands on the content and getting your hands on the learning objectives that you need to do to be proficient in whatever discipline you happen to, 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 to be going down, um, and and that's why we've invested so heavily in the lab content and we've invested heavily in visionaries like Mike who you know can bring that vision of what that content would look like in a in a in a hands-on type of fashion uh, to to you all as you consume the content in the future. So um, just wanted to kind of you know piggyback on that one as well. Um, Mike uh, Mike, and Richard, one for you as well. This one came through for Victor. It came through as a three-parter, but I'm gonna pick um, kind of the, the middle question to ask for, for you two. Predictions for which cloud platform will have the most growth in 22? Mike, you wanna hit that one first?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's always a good question, right? Um, well, I think we've all probably, anybody that's paying attention to what Amazon is doing, right? A lot of leadership changes in the last couple of years, like Jeff Bezos, no longer CEO of Amazon. Andy Jassy, no longer CEO of AWS. And uh, they're growing like crazy, especially through COVID, right? You see like just their stock exploding and the massive amount of employees they've added. Um, And so, you know, I think it's kind of interesting. I think that AWS might have kind of a growth year, maybe some growing pains if uh, we can look at some of the outages from at the end of last year, maybe. Um, But I like what Microsoft's doing. I think they're really moving forward. So you never know what these things, right? Uh, It could go either way. Um, But like obviously, Amazon, Microsoft and Google, they're all crushing it um i i think that you know it could be it could be microsoft or aws i know that uh, we've talked about you know <laughs> you know I, but nothing against google but you know what i mean right like that one is probably not going to be the the highest growth one um i think it's between azure and aws i like what microsoft is doing on their developer tooling the one leg up that microsoft's got is they've got a really nice story of making it easy to work with their tools and services you know so it's like you use visual studio code and all these plugins And it starts getting pretty compelling. So I could see Microsoft having a high growth year, especially because of the enterprise, um, Mm -hmm. you know, requirements. Right. So it'd be interesting for sure. Richard, you got Uh, an opinion
3: on that one? You want to weigh in on that one?
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: I totally, I totally agree. I think on, you know, I think it's down between those two. I think one of the, one of the things that we are seeing that I think is very interesting is really growth from. Uh, these kind of one-off cloud providers, uh, something like Linode or DigitalOcean or these guys. I think that um, I think that's kind of surprising as, as well as kind of having, you know, some environments for uh, for those. But for sure, I think it's you know it's AWS, Azure for for enterprise for businesses. Um, you know, I think that's I think those it's it's down between those two.
3: I I I laugh very much when we have the conversation about uh about Azure, AWS, and GCP because uh, I, I oftentimes equate Azure to be kind of the creeper on the technology field. Uh, Mike, kind of to your point, you see them you know sticking in their plugins and software X or adopting you know technology Y, and they don't really you know. Put themselves out there nearly as much as front and center as somebody like AWS does on a lot of stuff. But then next thing you know, you've got your CIO who comes through and says everything has to be on Azure and everything has got to be inside of uh, uh, inside of our Azure cloud. And, and bam, next thing you know, Azure's the the, the center of the universe. So uh, um, I think I think AWS is still still king of the hill. Um, definitely, uh, I think Azure is always going to be an up and comer. I don't know if it'll ever actually overtake uh, an AWS and um again nothing against gcp but you know we'll see if they can they can bring their foot into the race at some point in time in the future um with that being said we are coming to the top oh go go for it go for it mike absolutely
2: Sorry, i didn't mean to cut you off there i just wanted to echo what you said i i also think that aws definitely has the advantage just because of their size right They've they've been at it much longer so while microsoft could be a you know a surprise in in what they do this year again um i i could agree with that totally you know aws is like the leader and uh it's probably not going to change this year
3: it it doesn't hurt to you're probably never going to go wrong to have aws's to your point you're kind of anchor anchor cloud technology that you believe on. Yeah. Um, We are coming up to the top of the hour. Um, I do want to wrap us up here in a little bit. We did get a lot of questions. Actually, one last question that came through from Victor said, are you guys hiring instructors? Absolutely. You can either go to careers.ine.com. You can either message myself, you can message Mike uh, for cloud, you can message Brian McGann um, on Twitter for networking, or you message Jack Reedy for cybersecurity. We are always, always, always looking for passionate, passionate people who want to come and share that knowledge with, with folks in their discipline. And so whether you hit up careers.ine.com, even if you don't see a job role there, you are free to message myself or any of my, my content directors um, and, and let us know that you are interested in that. We'd love, love to talk to you. With that being said, we are at the top of the hour. We're going to go ahead and close it off. Mike, I want to turn the floor over to you real quick to give any closing thoughts um, and, and welcome you officially publicly on this stream to the INE family.
2: Yeah. So number one, just want to say thanks for the warm welcome. Um, I love being here. I'm super pumped and for everybody that's, uh, watching, you know, get ready, start warming up, crack your knuckles and, uh, do some stretching because we're going to (laughs) get like, it's going to be intense. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be amazing. So awesome. Thank you guys.
3: Boss, any closing remarks for you? Uh no, I just want to uh,
1: thanks. Thanks again for uh, Mike joining the team and, and super excited about what the future holds. And I, I know we've we've had many conversations and, and we are both uh, tech nerds and uh, very proud of that. And, uh, you know, just super excited for for the future here for for cloud and for you know our students and, uh, you know, just looking forward to uh, to the road ahead.
3: Awesome. Uh, I, I want to echo that as well. Obviously, I'm super excited, Mike, that we get to finally talk about it in public and, and, and get to get to welcome you to the team officially. I'm super excited for where we're going on, on cloud. I've seen your your vision and your roadmap, and, and I couldn't be more excited. This wraps up today's stream. Thank you very much for watching. If you did miss it live, look for the replay across all of our social channels as well as on the INE website. Uh, we will be live again right here, right here, you know where, Tune your tune your dials in, right here next Tuesday, January 18th, as we sit down. With Mike Pfeiffer again, we're going to talk some more stuff. Um, We'll get a chance to learn more about Mike, his journey, work uh, work from a help desk at a computer company to becoming a successful entrepreneur. We'll go into detail with some of his strategies and examine the cloud industry more in depth and, most importantly, how you can apply lessons learned from Mike to take your cloud journey to the next level. Be sure to like and subscribe on all the social platforms uh, you're using so that you can stay in the loop for when the details of the next stream are and notifications are turned on so that you know when we go live. As always, bring your questions, and until next time, have a great week, and we'll see you later.